In our first reading, the chosen people of Israel are portrayed as celebrating for the first time in their own land the feast of their freedom by using wheat that had grown in the promised land. In celebrating the Passover, they remember God's enduring faithfulness despite their own unfaithfulness. Through God's compassion, they have passed over from slavery to freedom. Our second reading speaks of a new freedom brought through Christ. In this new Passover, believers become a new creation, fully reconciled to God through Christ. St. Paul reminds us that we are called to respond to God's saving activity by becoming ambassadors for Christ, who continue God's reconciling work in our world today. In today's gospel, Jesus gives us his own words and memorable image of forgiveness and reconciliation in the parable of the prodigal son. The compassionate love of God in Christ is always ready to forgive sinners and welcome them home. This is the challenging truth that Jesus proclaims to the consolation of the tax collectors and sinners and the dismay of the Pharisees and scribes who were in his audience. Today, we are Jesus's Lenten audience. We are called to listen to the story of two brothers, neither of whom really know what it means to be the son of a father who is prodigal in his love. Our life messages this week, first, we need to accept the fact that we are all prodigal children who have squandered our inheritance from our father. There is a spiritual famine even in countries with a booming economy. Because of this spiritual famine, we resemble the younger son who lived with pigs. Examples of this spiritual famine can be seen in drug and alcohol abuse, fraud and theft, in the workplace, murders, abortions and violence, promiscuous sex and marital infidelity, as well as in hostility among and between people. Sometimes this spiritual famine exists in our own families. Let us accept the fact that we have been squandering God's abundant blessings, not only in our country and in our families, but also in our personal lives. Second, Lent is a time to pass over from a world of sin to a world of reconciliation. The story of the prodigal son asks each of us an important question. Will you accept the father's forgiveness and partake of the banquet or will you remain outside? Lent is a time to transform hatred into love, conflict into peace, death into eternal life. The message of Lent then is, we implore you in Christ's name, be reconciled to God as St. Paul tells us. At every mass, we come to our loving 
Heavenly Father's house as prodigal children. We begin the Mass acknowledging that we have sinned and have closed our hearts to God's perfect love. Next, we listen to the word that heals our broken and imperfect relationships with God. In the offertory, we give ourselves back to the Father, and this is the moment of our surrendering our sinful lives to God our Father. At the consecration, we hear God's invitation through Jesus. This is my body, which will be given up for you. This is the chalice of my blood, which will be poured out for you. In Holy Communion, we participate in God's feast of reconciliation, the Holy Eucharist, the gift of unity with God and with his whole family. Let us come to the house of God as often as we can to be reconciled with God, our forgiving Father, by asking his pardon and forgiveness and to enjoy the Eucharistic banquet of reconciliation and acceptance he has prepared for us. Third, we need to accept the loving offer of our Heavenly Father, all I have is yours. Faraway hills and forests look green. There are many attractions in life. There are many voices saying to us, follow me or follow your desires and you will find happiness. But the best and the only real offer of lasting happiness is from God, our Father. All I have is yours. God, our Heavenly Father, stands outside our door waiting for us to open it to him. For the remainder of Lent, let us try to make every effort to answer that invitation from our Heavenly Father. Each Lent offers us sinners a chance to return home with a confession of sins where we, where we will find his welcome and open-armed love. Such a confession will enable us to hasten toward Easter with the eagerness of faith and love, and it will make possible the rejoicing which today's liturgy assures us in our Lord's words. There is more joy in heaven over one sinner who does penance than over 99 just who do not need penance. My brothers and sisters, for too many of us, Lent is a season of doom and gloom, a time to feel bad about all the ways we are not measuring up in our spiritual lives. But this view could not be further from the truth. Lent is a season of refreshment and love, of awakening and rebirth. In fact, the word Lent comes from the old English word Lenten, which means spring. Lent is intended to be a springtime for us in our spiritual lives where all can become new again. We examine our spiritual lives to ensure our talents being used for the good of God, church, and community. 
We owe God everything, all our blessings, his gifts. Some thoughts to ponder this next week. Where am I in need of awakening this Lenten season to put God first? Are there situations where I am self-righteous like the older brother or the Pharisees? Am I prodigal in my love and forgiveness as Christ teaches? Am I an ambassador for Christ, putting my talents to use for God, church, and community? God bless.